Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Good morning, everybody, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate Podcast, a nice early morning edition, not one that we do too often, and it's myself and Paddy, but we're also joined by a little guest that's over here that's too shy to come on camera, so if you hear anybody googling and gagging or maybe hitting things off a table, um, I don't have a hostage situation going on here in my room, I just have a seven-month-old child that is trying to figure out, uh, she's going to be my producer in the next month if she keeps coming into all these podcasts. These should be able to know how to work all the systems and things like that. And just speaking about our systems, guys, as well, just seem to be having some 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 small issues. So if the, if uh, if there's any lag or anything like this on our side, please let us know because we'd love to be able to get it fixed. I've seen it in a couple of our videos, and I don't want you guys to lose faith in the quality of the videos. If you tell us, we will get we'll try and get it fixed as best we can. But uh, we want to be able to put out the best product we absolutely can for you guys. So um, we're here to talk about City. Last game of the season, Paddy. Uh, mm. Long coming around, does it? Like it's it's. <laughs> well, we spoke the other night about being. We, we were uh, podcast out the other night. We've done so many of them, but uh, it it did come around very quickly in the end. Um, disappointed that I, I won't be there. Uh, first and foremost, but uh, looking forward to to watching it and being part of the eventual. Outcome of the the Premier League for once. I, I, I don't think since 1992 we've been uh, this close, or 1993, whatever it was, that we've been this close to being a part of it. Um, as you can see, everybody, Paddy, or everybody behind Paddy, Paddy's been entrusted with the Premier League trophy because we couldn't we couldn't take the chance 
the either City or Liverpool were going to come and steal it at FA uh, at the FA headquarters or from St George's Park or wherever it was. So we've given it to Paddy for safekeeping in an undisclosed location and in his bunker here in Ireland. He is he has the trophy. So uh, it's uh, it's all up for grabs now. But we're going to have a massive say in it. Come I think tomorrow. The, I think the interesting thing today, Neil, is the choice of colours of ribbon that's on the trophy today. All right. So, is, is, is that what is that what's going to go on the trophy tomorrow? Are, are we are we going to have a helicopter Sunday where the trophy is going? Uh, whatever it is that forty miles down the road between Anfield and uh, and uh, the city of Manchester Stadium? So we'll find out soon enough. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But yeah, as you can see, you've pinned your colours to your trophy there, um, there. So uh, that means, Paddy, I suppose, really that. When we're when we're going to be talking to you later on, that you you've you've actually pinned your colours to the mast. And spoiler alert: I think we know what Paddy is hoping for <laughs> for uh, for tomorrow. Well, we know um, what we're hoping for. We know we always want Aston Villa to win. Exactly. But will it actually happen is another story. But you know, as we always say, it's the hope that kills you. And I'm yeah. hoping hoping that we can do it tomorrow. Um, I don't believe we can, but I'm hoping that we will. It'd just be yeah. just be nice to be in. Uh, in that position where people are looking at us for once and not looking at the greedy six. Exactly. As Dean says, they're blind fate for you guys. Yeah, I think so. I, well, it, you never know. Look, that's the reason that they play it on, like, that's the reason they play it on grass, isn't it? That City should beat us comfortably on paper based on our, on all of our results and based on our history against the top five and the top six. But Paddy, you shared something with me beforehand about Newcastle's results against the top five and the top six this season. And it was last, 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 win. So, like, they, it took them into the last opportunity against Arsenal. And I know Arsenal are a different proposition to Man City, but um, it took them until their last effort against uh, a top five team or top six team to beat them. So, hopefully, we would be able to um, maybe play a Burnley on it, even if we get a draw. Remember, guys, we just have to stop City from, from beating us. And then Liverpool have to do their job at the other end and beat Wolves, I think it is. Uh, well, to be quite honest with you, I'm not, I'm not worried about what Liverpool do once we do our job. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's all it's all about Aston Villa. Nothing else matters. Um, but I'll be honest with you, I will be a small bit pissed off if we go out and play the game of our lives tomorrow and, and beat uh, Man City and Liverpool win the league. Just because we've been a little bit meh for the last few months. And, and yeah. to be saving ourselves for tomorrow would actually annoy me. Do you know what, Paddy? I absolutely agree with you there. And you stole my thunder because that was going to be my hot take from it as well. <laughs> I'd, be a bit, I'd be a bit pissed off if, just for in our own Aston Villa bubble. Let's just say we go out there and and we defend like our lives depend on it and, and, and everything goes our way and we have like the standout performance of the season. And last time we played Man City, remember, we could have drawn that game only for Kanye Chukwameka forcing a brilliant save from Ederson. You know, that falls to... Coutinho, that falls to Buendia. You know, it might be a different proposition, and we could have been, we could have been uh, at a, yeah, I know, you're dead right. She remembers it very, very well here beside She me. said, or Danny Ings, is that what she said? Danny, well, no, she said, not Danny Ings, I think. So, Hampton Danny Ings. Exactly. But uh, so, you know, if we do go out and give that that tour de force tomorrow, that maybe we, 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 the fans deserve. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you too on that one. I'd be a bit, be a bit disappointed in it from the fact that why didn't we do it last week? Why didn't we do it against Crystal Palace? Why didn't we do it against Leicester? You know, in teams that we should have been 
as up for as opposed to doing it against teams when we're like in the David Goliath situation, you know. So that's not mm-hmm. um that's something to be to to keep an eye on. And we try and get this suitor back in the mouth. So that's... speaking speaking so of uh, speaking of David and Goliath, our, our very own Goliath, Mr. Emmy Martinez, is going to be a very busy man tomorrow. And I think a lot will hinge on his performance and how we set out the back four. So Hoping, hoping that we could at least pull a draw out of it and just round off the season on a really, really, really big high, regardless of what happens at, at Liverpool. But it, it would be nice to get uh, something out of it. I'm not expecting us to play him off the park, but if we do, as I said, I would be majorly pissed off. To, and, yeah. and questions would need to be answered to why this wasn't done earlier in the season. Exactly. Noel says here, and this is definitely one for our Irish Irish listeners and Irish watch, uh, Irish watchers. <laughs> Noel says that Leitrim beat Galway on Friday to kick off the weekend of crazy results. Now, if I used to put that in perspective, that's probably like Haventon Waterlooville beating West Ham in the in the FA Cup. Uh, that's what that's like when Leitrim beat Galway. Leitrim <laughs> have a population of about eight people. And I think of those eight people, maybe there's one under the age of of eighteen, and then they go in. They be they be Galway in in the football in uh, in Ireland here. So um, Leitrim got its first set of traffic lights, I think, in like two thousand and six. So that'll tell you. Uh, that'll tell you. Um, but less of the Leitrim bash in here, and uh, back on to matters matters Birmingham and and Manchester Manchester uh, for tomorrow. But Paddy, you know, I suppose one of the things that that kind of works in, or that, that you could have said would have worked in our favour for this game tomorrow was that potentially they would have had people out. Ruben Diaz is out, John Stone's doubtful, Kyle Walker is doubtful, but you just know they're going to be fit for tomorrow. And, and by bar Ruben Diaz. And that's the, that's, that's a galling point because you, you show me, t- I could show, I could nearly, if I, if I had time to go back to him, I could tell you 10 games whereby, Ex player who was really, really highly, highly thought of in that club was out for three or four weeks prior and came back against Aston Villa. You know, it's just our damn luck that something like that would happen. Well, look, it's that's that's always been the way. We 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 always seem to play teams when when they're on a new manager bounce or something like that, or they've just signed a world class striker and he's going to bang in the goals. Yeah, it's just the Aston Villa way. And and look, it's it's down to it's down to Gerard to change this in the summer and and bring in the, the new bodies that we can be uh, competing at that level and not be the the, the laughing guys that, that people say, oh sure, it's only Aston Villa. Um, it's it, it it's funny to be involved in in situations like tomorrow and and indeed Thursday night when when you're affecting people going up and, and staying up mm. and going yeah. down. So a lot of interest from Leeds, Burnley, Everton. Uh, and then again tomorrow from Man City and Liverpool. So, if if nothing else, it puts us on the map. The whole the whole world is going to be watching. Uh, everyone is going to know that Steven Gerrard, in far flung corners of the world, Steven Gerrard is going to be the manager of Aston Villa, and a lot of mm. people will have seen that for the first time. So, hopefully, we'll we'll gain a few fans. Unfortunately, we're not wearing claret and blue because I, I think that might have caught the eye of a lot of people, and we might have gained some fans across the world. Mm. Yeah, and the sad thing about it is. Uh, Man City, you know, next year we'll be wearing claret and blue as well, which, like, what's that all about? The claret trim, I know it's to do with Colin Bell, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit strange. Like, uh, I wonder what was written into Mr. Grealish's contract when he signed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've, been, they, they've, they've had a history over the last few years of, of incorporating claret. There was even a claret uh, trim on, on their sleeves at one stage there a couple of years ago on, on the blue sleeves. So. Yes. 
the, the, my my family are all Aston Villa fans, as you know, and and they tried to tell me that there's some they're all City fans. Man, the what did I say? Sheep. You said Aston Villa fans. Oh, you're you're the only black sheep. Well, sorry, my family in, in my house are all Aston Villa fans. All right. My family that don't live inside the house are all uh, are all uh, Man City fans, with the exception of my mother. But uh, the Man City uh, fans tell me that there's some connection there with that colour, and that's why it's it's been incorporated again this year. But uh, it's, it, as I said, it's a pity. Been the week that's in it. We're we're heading into the week of of Rotterdam Day. I would have loved to see us mm. wearing that white jersey. But maybe maybe it's uh maybe it's an economic economics exercise that we've got hundreds of thousands of these blue jerseys sitting in uh, <laughs> sitting in fanatics waiting to be shipped out. So if we get a, if we get a, a a bounce tomorrow or a result, um, you'll find that everybody will be buying this jersey to to remember an epic day, boy. My idea behind it is it's the world's greatest double bluff. We know we don't get results in that blue jersey. It is a cursed jersey. I don't think we've got a result <laughs> in it at all. And this is the double bluff because with all the analytics that go into football in this day and age, you can be guaranteed Man City know that we play putrid when we use that jersey. So they'll go out, they'll hamstring themselves, they'll think they've won before they go out and before you know it, they'll be 4-0 down within the first 10 minutes and John McGinn will have been booked for taking his shirt off and furring it into the into the into the stand at the city of <laughs> city of Manchester Stadium and, and a boy can dream really, can't he? When you, when you think boy. about the, the third short, we, we only usually wear it against Burnley and West Ham, who we normally yeah. have terrible results against anyway. But maybe maybe they're bringing back the spirit of that day we stayed up against West Ham by wearing that green short. And everybody went out and bought that green short afterwards. <laughs> they did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we had Jack with the fingers in his ears. It's you know, there's a, there's a lot of people would 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 buy into that, so we'll we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, it's not it's not the worst short we've ever had. I don't I don't I, I like believe, it. I didn't buy it, but You're I right. might buy it after tomorrow if if, if things go our way. <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't buy it specifically because it's very blue. Well, it's navy, isn't it? It's it's nearly it's nearly navy and purple. It's a strange kind of color. It's, as you say, it's 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 very blue, but it, but it's not. It's as blue as the the one we wore in nineteen ninety six, which was a banger of a, of a jersey. Yeah. And everybody bought it. I so, think, yeah, but that was kind of a slaty kind of color. With this blue, it's like like the only reason the Birmingham don't have a shirt like that is because they can't afford royal blue, or because they think royal blue will be too expensive. Uh, that's the only reason that they don't have a shirt that color. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, Matt. Matt says uh, he really, really want to beat Man City, but don't want Liverpool to win the quadruple. Liverpool fans will be insufferable. Well, here's here's something for you, Matt. We beat Man City tomorrow. We go out and hammer Man City, and uh, Liverpool lose to Wolves. How would that be? <laughs> but I don't. Th- I, 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 I think that. I, I think for me, are the that worst was... team in the league at the moment. Oh, yeah. Wolves and Southampton are, are are if you need points, that's who you want to be playing. But for me, that's the ideal scenario because the Liverpool fans are saying to us, "Oh, do us a favor, do us a favor, do us a favor." Well, we did do you a favor, and you <laughs> fucked it up. So it's nothing got to do with us that you're not uh, quadruple. There's champion. no way in the wide earthly world Liverpool aren't winning three 0 tomorrow. I'm telling you that. There's no way in the wide earthly world the mentality monsters as yeah. 
as, as they're called. There's no way in the world that they're not winning 3 0 tomorrow. I'm telling mm. you. Like, Wolves are the epitome. Like, Wolves will all be out there in deck chairs. Like, and it's a fact. Like, they've just been putrid the last couple of weeks, been really bad. Um, but look, and and you know what? It's 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 to their detriment because they could have snuck into Europa Conference place or maybe even Europa League place yeah. at the end of the year, but uh, you know things didn't go their way. And uh, you cannot like the biggest thing, and and I think one of the positives is kind of overlooked with Aston Villa at the moment is our goal difference is very is pretty good, but our goal difference is good. Yes, we've conceded a good few goals, but we've also conceded we've also scored a good few goals when you look at the teams around us. We scored more than Wolves, and I think the biggest thing to note there is that yes, you get your defense down. And like Wolves, when your defence is playing really, really well, that can only hold out for so long. Exactly. I've got a fan over here of it. It can only hold out for so long because you need to be scoring goals at the other end because uh, it's it's uh, it's a fallacy that you're going to be able to defend brilliantly for the whole season. And yes, defences win leagues and goals win games. But, you know, that's the thing. It's it's you got, you got to make it while the sun shines that you have those games whereby you're holding teams to nil. But that isn't going to last forever because teams are going to cop on to what way you're playing. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Absolutely. And uh, uh, now, hopefully, we haven't, even, we haven't even spoke about ourselves at this stage. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Hopefully, we can we can park a bus <clears throat> tomorrow and have a great, uh, have our our one great defensive performance that we're going to have of the season. Because even when we beat United, when uh, when Dino is here and, and Courtney House came up, we don't even have Courtney House to score a header today or tomorrow against Man City. But even when we beat United, you know, we didn't have to defend brilliantly that day. They were kind of abject enough. Yeah. And we were, we were ab- like, we were drawing them onto us. And um, yes, we had to defend in the end and things like that. And obviously the penalty that went over from, from Fernandez, but um it was one of those ones whereby we did what we needed to do and we got the goal at the other end. Against Man City, we're going to need to really bunker down and we're going to need to really, really, really defend. And I hope we can have that defensive performance because it would be a massive, massive, massive shot in the arm for this club going into... Like, if people would be talking about us for the whole lot of the summer if we were to, ho- if we were to hold up Man City tomorrow yeah. and, uh, and, and, and do what, pe- what a lot of people want us to do and uh, be the fly in the ointment. And it indirectly could have a bearing on our transfers and a lot of people 100%. sitting up and having a look at Aston Villa. So, yeah, there's a there's a lot at stake. There is a lot at stake. But, uh, yeah, growing out of victory, I think, is the only way we can see it. We're definitely not going to be turning on the style and going and, and hammering Man City by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Unless they get two players sent off in the first five minutes. But even then, I think we might struggle a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Paddy, do you think he's going to? Do you think uh, midfield is going to be very, very galvanised? Do you think the is going to be in there? Do you think he starts with Luis? What way do you think he goes with it? 
<clears throat> yeah, um, I I envisage he'll go with the two tens. He'll go with the uh, with with Emmy and Coutinho. He he'll probably play Watkins up front on his own. Mm. He will. He Tommy will go him again. Tommy Running into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and then it'll be Nakamba, Luis, and McGinn. I would imagine as much as I'd like to see Ramsey in there, but that that that's how I see it. Uh, uh, Working out for us, and then the back four picks itself with Chambers coming in for the for the injured Kanza. So that that's all I can see happening. Um, I just can't see it being any other way. But Jared has a habit of throwing a spanner in the works when it comes to the team sheet tantrum, as we know, even from Thursday night. Exactly, and like I think it, I think what you say makes sense because I think it will be Luis and the Camba dropping deep. I think McGain will be in there. I probably think. Yeah, I, I, yeah, Emmy Buendia, I think, will play a small bit further back, I think, maybe in the eighth position. Either Buendia or Coutinho, because when Coutinho came yeah. in la- against um, against Burnley, he did drop back further. He did. He, he was very, that was the deepest I've ever seen him play. And I think the reason for that, and I spoke about it with James Billingham and the, and the review pod last night, and big fan of him playing deep here beside me as well. But, um, okay, no, thank you very much. But uh, I think because the reason that they played him deeper was so that he could carry the ball and have shots from outside the box because what was happening was obviously we're playing the ball into his feet in and around just the edge of that attacking third and he's to get turned to have his shots. Whereas here he was picking the ball up, he was able to run onto it from deeper. And, you know, Coutinho is one of the best long-range shooters in the world or he has been mm. historically, you know, so maybe that was something to try and get him on the ball, pepper the goals from outside there. And look, he, if he if he bangs one in at the weekend, I think it could be one of those iconic moments. Uh, regardless of whether we win or we lose, let's just say he first goal goes to Aston Villa on the thirty fourth minute, and Coutinho absolutely wallops one in from thirty yards. It could be one of those Martin Tyler moments that he uh, that uh, he 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 loves so much. But um, as I say, once again, all this is prefaced with a boy can dream, uh, and and we certainly can. And we've nothing to lose tomorrow when we go out in this game, other than. Uh, either the affections of some Man City fans or some Liverpool fans. Exactly. So someone is going to be happy with us and someone is going to be pissed off at us tomorrow. And yeah. whatever that is, I just, I'd like us to put in a performance to be proud of. Um, I'm obviously, as I keep saying, I'm not expecting a win or anything like it, but I think if we put it up to them, I'd, I'd be happy enough. Yeah, exactly. I think so too. Um like, there isn't really much to talk about in the Man City side. Like, whoever they're bringing in is going to be fantastic. I don't know if John yep. Stones is going to be fit or not. If he isn't fit, I would imagine Fernandinho probably steps in there. Or maybe Nathan Ake is ready. He steps mm-hmm. back in there. Um, midfield is just going to be just, like, unbelievable as well. Anyway, De Bruyne, Rodri, Silva, I would imagine. And then you're going to have Foden, Sterling, and Jesus up front. Um, or Foden, Sterling, Mares, one or the other. Uh, up front and like you know no matter like if they've got one or two injuries tomorrow it doesn't matter like who they bring off the bench no. is just as good they, I, I, I can imagine uh, the worst case scenario for me would be something along the lines of uh, City are 3-0 up and they bring on somebody like Liam Delap just to rub it in our faces Paddy Roy <laughs> Delap's done should be playing for Ireland <laughs> but he won't be one of those Grealish and Liam Delap on the same team my god give me strength <laughs> what could have been what could have been what could have been? been for yeah. a small little country but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and to be to be fair to Jack I don't, I, there's going to be a lot of pressure on him tomorrow I don't envisage under any circumstances other than us being well behind do we see Jack appear from the bench I think that's uh, a fair point yeah yeah, I, I think I think there's a there'll, there'll be a lot of 
pressure, let's say, if he was to pick Jack Grealish from the start. So I, I don't envisage we'd see him unless it's a swan song when, when the game is won. Uh, I, I think, yeah, I think he'll come off the bench all right, but I don't think he'll start. Yeah, mm. and uh, I think narrative from everybody else is bigger than the narrative. Like as I say, the media narrative in that one is bigger than that a narrative here. Uh, I, I think yeah. at the moment, but um, yeah, look, whoever starts for Man City is just going to be formidable. You know, you look at all of them. Um, uh, <laughs> Dennis, Dennis Noonan, Dennis is a Liverpool fan. Uh, <laughs> thanks for watching, Dennis. But ninety-three minutes, Coutinho. I swear you'll never see anything like this again. I could imagine what. State, you will be in later on Sunday evening, Dennis. If that was to happen and Liverpool were to lift the cup, uh, yeah. you and many others uh, that will be watching um, back and, and look, right Neil, I, I, I'm going to nail my colours to the mast. I've put the, the, the red ribbons on, on the cup because that's what I want to happen. I have no love, despite the fact that I grew up with with a grow for, 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 for uh, Man City and, and went to Main Road a number of times with my father. What they've done in the last 10 years and just, you know, started with Garrett Barry, James Milner, Fabian Delph, Jack Grealish, take your pick. It's just, there's just nothing likeable about the club. Absolutely nothing. I despise them. Absolutely despise everything they stand for. And it would give me nothing but pleasure to see them throw away the league against us tomorrow. And I hope to God my father and my sister and all my nephews are not watching this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Christmas cards being burnt up and down the country. <laughs> going to the yeah. also, on, the other, on the other hand, I, I, that was all from my mother, who was a Liverpool fan. So she can, <laughs> she can take the glory tomorrow. Good, you can see that's it. That's it. I always keep Mammy sweet. But uh, <laughs> also as well, you know, you have to go for Liverpool. Steve Staunton played for Liverpool, you know. He's well, your band. He's your that's boy. That's exactly the other side of the coin. Look at all the players that Liverpool have uh, have given us. Yeah, yeah. When Graham Sooners decided to to ruin the club, he gave us <laughs> some great players: uh, Staunton, Houghton, uh, Saunders. Saunders. Yeah. yeah, and, 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 and now we're looking at you know we we've got ex players like uh, Coutinho, Ings, Gerrard involved in our club. Yeah. Well, Liverpool, Liverpool, in my view, have given us more than than Manchester City have. Other, other than heartache. So uh, <laughs> we, we'll let bygones be bygones and, and tomorrow I, I would love to see Liverpool do it. Absolutely. I'm in agreement as well. I'm pinning my colours to the mast. I want Aston Villa to win. I want Liverpool to do uh, hold up their end of the bargain and I want Liverpool to win. And I don't really care about the quadruple. Somebody's going to do the quadruple at some stage. I prefer for it to be a club that was had steeped in history like Liverpool other than, um, yeah. Absolutely. You, yeah. you know what comes next, don't yeah. you? You know what comes and, next. After. And and their last their last trophy of the quadruple is by no means a given. So uh, no. there's a long way off. Absolutely, absolutely. Carlo Ancelotti, formerly of Everton, could he be the flying ointment for Liverpool <laughs> in the quadruple? I don't know. But look, we we'll, we we'll look after Sunday first. We're going to hopefully do our end of the bargain, and hopefully, uh, as I say. Uh, everything else pan will pan out in the wash, but we are pro Aston Villa, I suppose it is. We've spoken an awful lot about how much you want Liverpool to win it, or we prefer Liverpool to win it. But we we would also prefer Aston Villa to win against Man City. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. Um, in 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 everything else. Um. So, uh, yeah. Look, not the sweet camera, the the greedish money. Are you on about the the fake rumor about the fifteen million if we if we lose? Or, or maybe he's talking about the hundred million that they gave oh, us for the Grealish. The hundred million for Grealish, yeah, 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 absolutely. No, but it just there was a rumor going around that if we lose, we get fifteen million because of the Grealish deal. But that was debunked pretty pretty early, so just wasn't sure uh, which side of the coin that. Well, that, that was it actually debunked though? 
I think it was, yeah, yeah, it absolutely was, yeah, yeah. Because I've yeah. seen 15, 25, whatever. No, as far as I know, it was it was from a fake account and uh, and people, yeah. uh, people yeah. capped well, as, as we said before, it's totally unethical. There's no way the league would have uh, allowed that to be written into a contract anyway. I suppose. It's it, it, it bordering on match weeks and if it is, yeah. if they put us against them in the last match of the season, then... <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah, because they knew, they would have known what they were doing at that stage, for sure. Um, but guys, we're going to be back again tomorrow. We're going to be back with, with the Team Sheet Tantrum in association with the Villa View and Boohoo Man. We will be back at... It's two o'clock kicks for everywhere, isn't it? So we will be... Back. It's four o'clock kicks, isn't it? Four o'clock, yeah. Four o'clock kicks, yeah. So we'll be back at 2.50 for the last Team Sheet Tantrum of the year. Tell everyone we would love to have a big party tomorrow. A big party. We like we're the only guys doing the team sheet tension, and we'd love if everybody could join us. I know it's tough going, but you know it's an away game. It would be great to have everybody in there and and, and create a part of the atmosphere. We may have a guest on. We may have so we may have people coming from a party atmosphere on the team sheet tension tomorrow. They don't know about it yet because I haven't messaged them to ask them, but uh, <laughs> they might know about it when they wake up in about two or three hours' time cool. to let me or, or to um or, or to watch this uh, this podcast afterwards. But um yeah, as I say, if you could join us, if you could throw it out, if anybody's watching this. If you could share share the um, the post I'm going to put up later on about the team sheet tantrum for tomorrow, really appreciate it because it'd be great to have a little party atmosphere. Because it's going to be a couple of months before we've got another one, so uh, it, it's it's uh, it's the last one of the season. It'd be great to see an awful lot of faces there. So thanks everybody, and thanks for all you do for the podcast as always. Thumbs up on this it would be great. Follow the audio podcast. I know I'm like a broken record saying it because we will be doing more on there in the off season. Um, it just because it would be it would be easier for some of the things that we've got planned. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, but as I say, appreciate everything you guys already do for the pod. And uh, tomorrow is a new day, and we'll be back with the team sheet tantrum at two fifty. And until then, stay safe. And all that's left to say is up the villa, up the villa. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.